Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade, part-friendly panel show, part of vicious competition, where contestants fight with their best anecdotes on mystery topics generated through a trusty bingo ball. I'm Vince Layton, host of the show, Spirit of the Bingo Balls, and Games Master. Points will be awarded for originality, amusement value, and my general caprice and mood on the day. The contestant with the most points at the end of the game wins, but their opponents will be granted a few cheat codes along the way, just to keep it interesting. Right, let's let's get started then. Woo! So exciting! Yeah. I forgotten the rules. Sorry, just gonna say that outright. At least you bothered yeah, to learn I them. <laughs> I've kind of stripped them back. I just don't expect people to know the rules. It's more of a talk show now. Yay. So welcome to the comedy arcade. We have three lovely, lovely guests today. Two of them returning champions of the arcade, and one brand new player that I'm really excited about. So we'll we'll start with um, Pope Lonigan. How are you? Hello. Um, yeah, I'm all good, thank you. I enjoy being here with uh, all you lovely people, and I know you all, which is nice. So um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I'm glad to be playing the game today. I look forward to it. You were the sound engineer's biggest challenge in the last records. Well, I was I. Why? What? Because of my voice. <laughs> I, do you know what? I have no sense of like what is like antisocial voice <laughs> level. <laughs> like, uh, we, yeah. did a, we did a gig together a couple of weeks ago. And the microphone didn't work. So um, Pope did an acoustic set, but did yeah. not need it whatsoever. It's absolutely fine. Venti was more uninhibited. <laughs> yeah. Charlie George was an absolute trooper um, that night. Yeah. She was the one who, who was opening it. Um, but she she dealt with she dealt with it with utter aplomb. Is that right? She dealt with it with yeah. aplomb. Dealt she, with aplomb. She was we'll looking at us like fix it. And we did we had nothing. We were just yeah. looking at each other. At one point I just rested my forehead on the sound desk and just waited for death. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> And Jess Ashkenazi, who was running a gig with me, was holding down the mute button because we'd basically blown people's ears out. And even when I unplugged everything, like a bomb disposal person, she refused to take a <laughs> finger off the button. I was like, come on, you can take it off. There's nothing plugged in. Nothing could go wrong. She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you absolute troopers. That was a fun uh, gig, though. That was a really fun Thank God. Yeah, yeah, it was a fun gig. I did not have a good time. Uh, but... <laughs> I'm glad you did. Um, yeah. The wonderful Esmanito just come back Hello. from your Brighton Fringe Whip show. Yes. How are you doing? 
I'm not well as you can see I'm I'm I've spent two weeks just traveling I feel like I've just been on a train for two weeks and I've now created a very intimate relationship with a Costa coffee cup um, <laughs> but it's very nice to be here with you all lovely people <laughs> I'm uh, very happy the words are nice but the uh, the energy levels are <laughs> yeah but I mean that's just me isn't it I, I always sound insincere I can't be nice no one ever believes anything it's, it's terrible it's like when I every birthday present I ever get I'm like oh thanks and people are like god could you sound let more like ungrateful and it's like I can't help it it's just it's just yeah, do it's you want the receipt <laughs> it's systematic of resting bitch face I can't help it oh I know, oh, I know. We love no one you really, anyway. No one really thinks about how hard it is for women with resting bitch face. <laughs> well, fortunately, this is an audio medium, so yeah, you'll just have to uh, look me up, and you'll see it there, staring back at you. <laughs> <laughs> and coming in live from Belgium, the absolutely luminous Shandoxi. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm actually so I'm very spiteful and tired because Brilliant. the young people on my street have been having fun. But I think I have kind of the opposite problem of Esther. And like I don't know if it's gendered social conditioning or whatever, but like people don't believe me when I'm like, oh no, I feel like homicidal because I've just downloaded this like air hostess smiley thing. So I feel like <laughs> I feel you are, you're very smiley. It's so much nicer. I wish I could be smiley. Oh, well. you they don't believe you when you're like no i'm, I'm really sad yeah. <laughs> Yay. i'm very yeah. dark and complicated don't believe what you see exactly yeah, i yeah. offered a, i offered my friend a strangers on the train murder situation earlier because we were both having problems with somebody and i was like nobody would ever connect it i'll murder your person you murder mine jobs are good in and uh, yeah but he yeah he, he thought i was joking he didn't go for it but uh, <laughs> That's strangers, strangers on a Train. That's a film, is it? I think yeah. Strangers yeah. on a Train. Yeah, yeah, I recognise it. Um, yeah, that's what it's weird what you said, like about the, the face, the, the false grin thing. Like, I, Alfie Brown once described me, my on-stage persona, as cheeky yet in pain. And it was always one of my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of my favourite descriptions. I, re I read a book called The, the Managed heart and how like in retail you're expected to kind of have a, this emotional like, um, stuff. Yeah. yeah yeah it's really interesting um yeah like, i think it's like what you're saying it is like a like a gendered thing with gendered expectations and it, yeah it talks about that in the book as well it's really interesting yeah i don't um, think I really... women often tell men to smile when no, they see no. them in the street looking a bit miserable but anyway oh my god that's so true i'm writing that down <laughs> When does I'm that ever happen? Down. I don't know. I'm just, Smile, just, love, you know, it might not happen. It's so true. <laughs> you know, you just think there are certain things that are it just It already so has. It already has. <laughs> yeah, you approached me and that was... We're speaking. Well, I took, because I was telling, a, I told Drunk Women Solving Crime the story of how a man offered to massage my feet on the train and how I wanted to turn it into material, but I realised actually it was like more akin to assault than a lol. Yeah. So, um, I just couldn't quite make it work because I didn't think it was funny. And I think sometimes you're like, this this sounds funny but actually it legitimizes behavior that's not acceptable <laughs> but i think that could there could there could yeah but that would make it funny in and of itself of like like something that seems like when you just say it 
off, off the bat like that, it seems. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't know. It instantly struck me as like, what the fuck? Like there wasn't any part of yeah. it. It's like, yeah, that's kind of funny, normal behavior. It's like, that's disgusting. But I think, yeah, I think that it's kind of a weird form of assault, isn't it? It's like, I think yeah. there could he, well, he kept way. telling me he was a nice guy. And I was like, well, that's fine. Oh, then. fuck off. I've got no yeah. reason to not take yeah. your oh, word for that. I was once on the phone <laughs> to, um, I was on the phone to Paul Cox and where you come out of Stratford, because I lived at that other, the open yeah. side, so I was still on the tube, but I was on the phone to him. And um, this guy just got on and he just sat opposite and he was just going, you know that thing that blokes sometimes do where they just go, hey, 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 Ugh, hey, yeah. hey, I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you. And I said to Paul, oh, this this guy's bothering me, he's, he's getting on my nerves. And, <laughs> and then I just, I've got a switch, I don't build. And everyone knows that about me, that I'll just go, all right, okay, all right. But there's never any, look, I'm getting annoyed now. I'll literally just go, bam. And and it doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's not pleasant. And I just flipped and I just went, where you go? Fuck yourself. Um, and this guy just went, whoa. And he got up and got onto another carriage. And Paul was like, if you'd been murdered and I'd had to sit and listen to that on the other end of the phone, he was like, I would have had the best Edinburgh show that year. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No. I mean, true. Yeah, he was, friends with comedians. No, because he was like, he was like, all right. Because when it started, he was like, just stand the phone with me, just stand the phone with me until this guy leaves you alone. And then I was like, he's not leaving me alone. He's not leaving me alone. So then no. I flipped, and then I came down. I went, oh man, he's got off the carriage now. And he went, you're right. I said, yeah. He went, you sure? I went, yeah. And he went, okay. Esther, if that guy murdered you, can you imagine my Edinburgh run? It would be amazing. <laughs> Touching dark, the reviews of yeah. the extraordinary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get uh, on with the game then, shall we? So I've got yeah, enough bingo sexual ball. assault bands. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> going to play this sound to just chill everybody out. Right, and the category is, I feel like Pope might have a play for this one. Worst jobs. <laughs> Worst jobs. Uh, <laughs> So wait, how? So, so what do we have to do again? I forgot the rules. Give me a funny story. Uh, okay, yeah. So worst jobs. Um, really not. Okay. You lose I, I, points I, I, if I know it's obviously material. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no, no. This is not. This is not material. But when I so I worked in I worked in care. Uh, you know, for for a long time and stuff like that. You're kind of dealing with shit a lot. Like you're wiping. You wipe a lot of asses like in pair work. Actual shit, as like actual to, like, shit, not like shit. Yeah, not like emotional shit. Like actual human, like hot tonk. And it's like <laughs> you're wearing their, you're wearing their fucking hemorrhoid as a cufflink. Like you're constantly, constantly having to wipe ass. But uh, so that's. Um... <laughs> and we're off to but, races. Um... But, this, but this, bearing in mind, I've dealt with all that shit. This is. <laughs> Actually, this is this is shit at work, but in a, this is shit at work, but my own shit, right? And I thought I thought this was like a, a good bit of like rabble rousing and pushback. You know, we were talking earlier about surveillance and stuff like that, and it, we, we don't like the feeling. Well, the listeners it. didn't hear that, but yes. Oh we were yeah, yeah. Talking about surveillance. Yeah, uh, yeah. We were talking. We were talking about. Sorry, yeah. We were talking about surveillance and employers um, stalking your computer, Esther, is what we were talking about. Because um, yes. I was yeah. 
time to have a job offer on my work computer and I was invited to leave that job so and how was that two days before Christmas two days before Christmas yeah and nobody um, knows what I did it's a really tame thing like rumor went around they're like what was she doing was she looking at porn was it fraud no literally I opened the wrong email at the wrong time didn't realize they could spy on me but you managed to leave with an aura of great mystery and that's an achievement yeah Yeah. I was wearing a massive leopard print coat as well because it was our Christmas party (gasps) day so I was also like quite pat butcher glamorous so it was yeah. a good it's a Five good day to swish exit. out of there like is she you, you left, <laughs> you, left you left you could have just said anything you could have just started a rumor going yeah i got fired because i was selling plutonium and <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 um, don't fuck with yeah. the layton nope <laughs> <laughs> you could, i'd say don't speak you can speak to the last person that tried that but they're dead now so <laughs> <laughs> anyway Pope, you were talking about shit yeah so shit and surveillance <laughs> and surveillance and i've i'm someone who has uh, got uh, got crohn's disease i've got a very complicated relationship with my own bowels um and so <laughs> Uh, we, we we started getting to a point where uh, another job where the the management were timing our toilet breaks. Like when we would go to the toilet, they would kind of set a timer and start timing our toilet breaks, and even go on to push sailor. That that's too much. That's um, uh, like kind of over the top. Uh, amount too much of time hot to tongue. The toilet. Yeah, too much hot tongue. You need so to like, go like, to hospital if you're in yeah. there. <laughs> so they they were like, okay, we're gonna I, we're gonna take that off of your break. Like that now counts for your break and stuff like that. And people would like blindly follow these rules, these like kind of arbitrary rules, which I really hated and I thought was just kind of dehumanizing to do that thing to your employees. So I then I took a photo of my shit. And then on my phone oh, and then connected it to a Bluetooth printer, printed out the photo of my shit and then put it onto the management's door saying I was in. This is a 30 minute job. Uh, won't you agree? And then because I'd been in the toilet for 30 minutes and then I got evidence of why I'd been in the toilet for 30 minutes by uh, sellotaping a big uh, photograph of my shit onto their uh, onto management's door. And um, and uh, Got 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 told off quite severely for that. So uh, yeah, you, you continued to work there. I, I continued to work there. It's just shit in it. You can't like. It's not in the handbook to like. I <laughs> think it's. I would suggest it was gross misconduct to print it and stick it to your manager's door, though. Gross in every I, sense of the word. I um, think it's gross misconduct to tie my fucking toilet breaks and I've got Crohn's disease and uh, and so I provided evidence of why I was in there for 30 minutes to produce this and there yeah, you go so, put that in my file it's a wow. little bit more graphic than the older old-fashioned get a doctor's note isn't it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah Get yeah, some- but that's the point. Is it's supposed to be like a punctum? It's supposed to be that thing of like just, just that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, basically, I just, I just wanted to uh, ruin my manager's day. I just didn't like the fact they would expect it. Yeah, yeah. But I hope so. I hope so. It was, a, it was, a, it was, an, it was a like a proper like inflammation one as well. It like look unwell that shit so okay um, i have a i have a worse job story which i thought was too disgusting no i feel like pope has just reset the bar on that so i was i've had john robertson on twice the bar is 
yeah. So I was working in a strip club, which is not why the job was bad. I actually liked that job. Like I made decent money in there. It was grand. But there was a regular who's like, I'm too drunk to function story. His claim to fame, which he told me every single time as though it was the first time, was that he'd vomited on Rachel Vice. That was his like, <laughs> I'm actually kind of like rubbing shoulders with the A-list. And every single time he got like trashed, which is what he turned up to do he had like forgotten that he told me that story and I was also he was kind of trying to use it to impress me of like hey I've been by film stars I actually uh I actually actually barfed on Rachel Vice one time and I'd be like great (laughs) is this aspirational am I next is this a warning you get on IMDB like yeah cool barf unit one (laughs) I think I, I think I, I I kind of I like it that 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 was your uh, colleagues like opening gambit like I like that that was like that was like the thing they had in their back pocket to like uh, connect with other people that they vomited on. Ladies Rachel's love life. this. I don't yeah. think story. He wasn't a colleague though. He was. He wasn't he was a, a colleague. Guy, no, he was. He was a, he oh, was a right. customer. Yeah. He was oh, right. to impress. Mm, yeah. 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 Ah, that's weird. That's a bit weird, Jess. If if, if you already had a natural, uh, you already had like a, a a form of intimacy there just by being colleagues or whatever, um, it'd sort of be all right. But just just off the bat to impress someone, pretty weird. Uh, I mean, but it's then already I... kind of you really don't have far to crawl from if you're like I'm paying this woman to make a kind of facsimile of intimacy I think what will really yeah. like close the deal is if I tell her I've barfed on some A-listers then yeah, yeah. yeah. at least well, I, I told you all I told you all <laughs> I told you all about uh, my my sh- pinning a picture of my shit to the door to try and impress all of you and that did not work no. uh, I'm just as guilty but I don't think like right there's a thing with yeah, but you haven't paid us no <laughs> yeah no I haven't I haven't no I had no I haven't but I I uh I I've still I that's the kind of like story I would tell on like a date as well or like or just or like uh to someone that I've just met down the yeah, town that, like, feels... that would it's an icebreaker isn't it? <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that would be quite yeah it'd, it'd be it'd be at the it'd be like the top of list of the stories I need yeah. to tell um I mean I don't I, I don't think there's anything wrong with kind of right. our biology it's just Sean, did you ever um did you ever say to him you've already told that. No, because he oh, keeps spending got the money face. if you just nice. keep, again it's the kind of smiling and nodding thing yeah. um, there was no incentive for me to not act like amazed by, <laughs> by this which is which is bad but also such... capitalism <laughs> <laughs> tell me again i love it <laughs> what did you eat in that day describe it like <laughs> I do. I I often talk about toilets when I'm in awkward social situations, which doesn't make them any less awkward. (laughs) I do you know what? I was actually in a social situation. This is like my only and only bit of glamour in my whole entire life. It was at a. um... You were were sick on Rachel Vice. (laughs) No, no. Yeah, I wasn't going to say, but like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I vomited out of of my arsehole on Rachel Vice. No, um, sorry. It was at a party. It was at the old Vic. Uh, theater and I ended up being I turned up to this thing in fucking like jogging bottoms I come straight from work and I was in a com- four-way conversation with Martin Friedman uh from Tim from the office uh Richard Curtis and then is it Damien Lewis the bloke is in Homeland yeah. 
yeah, them people, right? And I was just kind of caught in this thing and they were talking and they were chatting. And I was like, everyone was just thinking like, who the fuck is this nobody here? And I said, oh, I've just been for, um, uh, come from a shift at a uh, care home. And then it was like, oh, well, that's nice work. There's a bit of a lull. And I said, oh, the problem with care homes is there's like kind of so many, like a lot of poo particles in the air. And I'm, I'm worried that like my body has got like poo particles. Like, I and I just started going... <laughs> I just stopped because I got what? caught. Why am I, got, I saying this? Yeah. Like out of body experience. But then, but then I tried to like because I thought, oh, like they're the, like they're a theatre crowd. I was like started like bringing in stuff about like going. Well, you know, James Joyce said that you can like ennoble the body's lower stratum um, and sort of make up. And I started talking about all this stuff to try and make it seem like it was normal to talk about poo particles. <laughs> And I was Instead, just you just started sounding more and more like a serial killer. They're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I just god. sounded more mental. Honestly, <laughs> oh my god, it was fucking awful. It was awful. It's an out of body experience. I kind of memorable. Yeah, I did. I did do. I did do a gig in Brighton where I rocked up, but we'd stopped on the way down at a service station, and because we all needed a loo, and it was all dark, and so we'd walked into the toilets, and then when when we were back in the car, I was like it really smells of piss. Like, why does it smell so badly of piss? And we realised that basically the floor of the toilets had just been kind of like laden with piss and we'd walk through it and then sat in the car. So we're like, oh, this is really gross. Oh. But we got to the venue and um, me and like four other comics and then the promoter went, oh, hi, you're all right. He said, I would give you a hug, but I've just been laying everything out. So I'm really sweaty. And I just went, oh, don't worry because we all stink of piss. <laughs> And then he was like, oh, and they were like, why would you? Why would you why would you say that? Like, why would you say that to someone with no follow-up explanation? And then I panicked and I was like, because I don't want you to know to notice the smell of piss and think, oh, is she not aware of that? It's like, no, I'm aware of it. (laughs) I just want to put it out. Particles. Um Oh. Uh, I told um, the CEO of a company that I worked at, he was part of the German office and he came over and he asked where the bathrooms were and I gave him a detailed description of which of the automatic flushes were too sensitive and which ones didn't work at all, which he did not want. Um, I was like, the third cubicle, <laughs> there's, no, there's no acoustic option to flush if that's not working. Avoid number three. Number five is quite good. The disabled one is very good. They've got a flush... And an automatic one, so you can pick your choice. And he was just looking at me absolutely appalled. <laughs> oh no, that's like A plus knowledge, though. It was wasted yeah. on him. Yeah. I had a map. I didn't show him. I didn't. <laughs> <use> it. <laughs> Did you then give him some quotes about what uh, James Joyce has said about uh, automatic flushing? No, but uh, I'm gonna. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I'd known that I could have intellectualized it. It's like when you left that job, did you still have the map like left in your desk? So someone months later would have found it. Like, was she trying to break into the vault? Like, no, no, she just knows. This is when I go in to cry. X marks the spot. Um, but yeah, if you sit in there too long, one of the cubicles would just start flushing and just you, while you sat there, because it, it, it assumed you must have finished and gone. So you knew then that that was too long crying in the toilets by your shit job. Or maybe right? it was like, you're not crying enough. I can yeah. help you. Let me show you. <laughs> right. Um, Esther, have you had a bad job? Well, you obviously, apart from that one where you arrived, presumably covered in someone else's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think comedians probably been the worst job so far. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, worst job. 
I worked in a, I worked for a BT call center and that was hell on earth. I just used to cry all the time. That was just so bleak and depressing. God, it was harrowing. Um, I just hated it. I hated it and it conditioned my brain so much that sometimes when I was just like out and about, if my phone rang, I would just pick it up and go, hello, BT helpline, Esther speaking, how can oh I help? And I'd just do it. Yeah, it just conditioned me because you'd just be taking the same job. So that's probably my worst job. But um, I didn't have any shit stories there, sorry. <laughs> Physically sorry. or metaphorically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just harrowing. I mean, like, people used to complain about me all the time because I was just really unhelpful and miserable and rude. So I was just not very good at it and really unhappy. And the best I like, feedback I ever got was a call centre job where they said, you've been really helpful, but you sound like you didn't want to help me. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you've got me bang to rights there. <laughs> Dead <pan. laughs> oh, people are the worst um right on to the next category <laughs> this sound is so soothing it's an asmr exercise yeah. i think i could put this on youtube it'll be my best performing video <laughs> I, t- I occasionally try and put comedy on youtube but it doesn't go well People don't love it. And my dad unboxes Funko Pops with his wife and they get hundreds of views. You know what, Vix? Right after this recording, I'm going to go on your YouTube and I'm going to give you a big fat like. Thank you. Oh boy, yeah. It's not an efficient way of getting YouTube likes, but it's worked. (laughs) (laughs) A couple of days. days. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Weird family rituals. What do your families do that is... That's roast my career decisions i guess that's just me like no that's not weird no i think it would be weird if they didn't but uh... <laughs> which, which which one the comedian one weird i mean um yeah that yeah. uh i mean i've had like a lot of weird well not weird jobs but you know the kind of i mean it's a bit of the boring like millennial portfolio thing and people from the past are like but you get the job and then you're there until you die so it's more of a kind of cognitive um dissonance thing a weird family ritual there's not one of mine but I'm gonna mention it because it was odd and also I feel like we've covered poo and vomiting so I'm gonna go with body hair now all right great um, there's a guy I'm friends on Facebook with and it's like it's never quite got to the point where I can unfriend him and his yearly family ritual is the kids take him out into the garden and shave his back it's like uh, once a year we shave dad and it feels kind of weirdly I don't know like Oedipal I don't know what it is like the kids yeah. are like and now we take the power um but they love it and it comes like up on Aslan Facebook. yeah <laughs> <laughs> like Aslan. <laughs> and like every year this comes up and I'm like is no one else gonna say anything are we just like oh are there any, are there any comments like- on it ever or is it just like I think the comments are like, yeah, exactly. It's the sort of, there isn't quite an emotion. So you go, yeah. I think I used, do you know what? I mean, that's 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 a winner. That is a winning answer. Yeah. My dad, when, when I was little, my dad would like get like, he would get me to like, see if he had a scratch that he couldn't reach, you'd get me to scratch his back. But it, I remember even then it being like, he wouldn't have known this, but I remember it being traumatizing. It's when you're a kid and you're like confronted with like, 
adult scent, even though he's not like a smelly mm. man or anything like that, be like adult scent and just adult like skin and, and hair and that. And I just remember like my little hand being like entangled in my dad's back hair. Going, <laughs> and he's like, oh, lovely. Here we go. Gun done the job. And I'm like fucking traumatized. Like, <laughs> I just remember it being like, oh, I don't like this. This is my worst bit. This is my worst <laughs> bit of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, trauma arcades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Esther, have you got any family quirks or rituals? Um, not so. I mean, ritual makes it sound very kind of like um, cultish, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. yes, we've got this ritual where we just take a virgin and sacrifice her in the garden once a year. You know, it's just a really nice time to get together. <laughs> and... <laughs> really think about think about our sins, but um. No, we've got like we've got funny things. I think with our family, we, which yeah, with our family, we always talk in quotations from films. So that's kind of like so everything is like this kind of reference to something we grew up watching. And so my husband was like, it's really difficult as an outsider to know what the fuck anyone's talking about, <laughs> um, or it's like little quotations from. Uh, things that happened to us growing up so it'd always be like little just catchphrases or sayings so we just kind of have these endless conversations which are just like quotes from only fools and horses faulty towers uh school teachers uh and just if you're outside of that it's a bit like we don't, mm, don't know what you're talking about <laughs> um my friend's family so they're not i'd say they're probably actually kind of quite weirdly religious but they're like uncomfortably close you know they've all been so enmeshed in like all of each other's experiences but they ended up with a system where they had all told the same funny anecdotes or stories so many times and were so bored of them that they just numbered them and they had a like list and they numbered them accordingly and instead of telling the anecdote someone would just go number seven and then everyone would go oh yeah that's weird that's weird <laughs> Like, yeah it was odd really efficient but oh yeah, yeah very efficient yeah <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> i am um, so for family uh, this one's quite a nice one in a way like i so when i was really young i had it i'm really big on anything like kind of ritualistic and talismanic or whatever like you know fucking drug addict is quite a big part of drug addiction like but maybe pinning was... a poo to a door <laughs> exactly <Yeah. laughs> stuff like that to ward it's off like... employment <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what it is. It's the, it's the, what was it? It's like the cross of blood when that put the, bloke, the bloke put the blood cross on the door or whatever. You know, so that is, it's good. Pass that over. Is yeah. yeah, please, uh, please pass me over for work. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's so it, it, yeah. So we when I was young, I had this. Uh, I like I like I fucking like love animals. Like I'm a big animal lover. Uh, and so when I was really little and we had to like what do you want to be when you grew up I would say like a marine biologist I knew it involved sea life and I loved all that kind of shit uh, and I had this like little rubber turtle that I just got from like the sea life center or whatever and about when did it start so about I don't know about six years ago or something we found this turtle when we were cleaning out one of the uh one of the, the drawers or whatever or one of the, the cupboards and we played a four-year-long game of hide the turtle without ever once speaking about the fact we were playing this game. Oh. It just happened impromptu that we'd start hiding this turtle. And once the other person found it, they hid the turtle. And we've never once 
like spoken about it. Like we all know in our heads that like this, it'll ruin, it'll ruin it, it'll ruin, ruin it if we if we ever make, yeah, it'll ruin it if we ever once acknowledge that that we've been doing this. And it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like it, like I'd expect my mum to like play along with it, and like my girlfriend at the time would do it, and that. But like my dad, who's like a fucking like rugby player and stuff, like it just the fact that he's uh, he's he's taken on this bit of whimsy and uh, and and has played along and hasn't tried to like crush it. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's quite it's quite nice. Yeah, it's quite nice that we've created this as like this collective thing that we've played this game. Yeah, for like for four years, we haven't done it for a long time Aww. because I hit it too bloody well. Um, I don't even know where it is. But yeah, we, we it was quite yeah. Just there's that. It's not 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 funny, but it's just quite nice. Yeah, it's, it's, sweet. Yeah, yeah. it's really nice. Um, yeah. Ah, it's lovely. Yeah. Well, I thought I had story. to balance out. What a I, shift. Talked, yeah, what a shift. I talked about fucking inflammation. I talked about inflammation shits, and now I'm talking about like ah, oh, like whimsy turtle game. Like I've got yeah. quite the roller coaster. Hope I won't yeah, 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 yeah. We we are having an hour, aren't we? We're quite the hour. Uh, <laughs> Well, that, that was family rituals. Here we go again. Um, so suspenseful. <laughs> Petty grievances. It's my favourite category. I love this. I'm full of these. <laughs> Mine is so basic. There's someone I lived with at uni who still owes me money. It's not funny. She just <laughs> owes me 50 quid for the water bill. And I've been like, obviously petty enough to mention it on a podcast, but not yeah. like message her to be like, by the way, it was 10 years ago, but could use the 50 quid. Yeah. <laughs> Get me on an instalment scheme or yeah. like a couple of pounds a week, like yeah. sponsoring an elephant. Come on. Yeah. Or the equivalent in, I don't know, vouchers, like whatever works for you. Yeah. Vouchers. That is, yeah, no, that is absolutely qualifies. That 100% Yay. does. But um, Esther, you are literally deep in thought there. I'm just thinking like petty grievances. I don't know. Um, I don't know if I've got... I, I can't think of any. Why has no one annoyed me? That's ridiculous. Everyone annoys me. That doesn't sound right, does it? <laughs> just trying to think. Am I not? I'm not annoyed with anyone at the moment. I mean, I don't want to trigger you, really. I feel like we need to move no. on. Like, <laughs> I mean, there is a lady that I called the police on on the tube. I mean, okay, yeah. Let's let's take that story from the top. <laughs> Well, no, I, it was because, oh God, it's all a bit kind of controversial, I guess. But um, yeah. I was wearing my exemption lanyard because I had long COVID for about six or seven weeks. And so my doctor gave me an exemption card for the tube, which I never used. Because I always just got off the tube and took my mask off and then got my breathing back down and then put the mask. But when you come back from a gig late at night, I was like... I so just want to get home. I just don't want to have to keep getting off the stops. So I wore my mask halfway home and then I got off, took my mask off, found an empty carriage, put my lanyard on and got on. And this woman got on and she went off at me for five solid stops. She went on at me and she was like, I hope your mother dies of COVID. I hope your father dies of COVID. Oh I, hope you, I hope you watch them suffer and struggling to breathe you bitch you piece of shit and so I got off two stops early um where she just screamed good riddance I mean if she was that terrified that I was gonna give her COVID she could have just got onto another carriage rather than 
take uh, time out of her day to systematically abuse me. And so I ended up just calling the police on her, but um, I got off two stops early because I couldn't take it anymore. And I really, oh. I didn't snap. And I kept saying to myself, Do, don't snap. And I just kept nodding going, that's nice. That's a really nice thing to say. And then somebody did like say, oh, she's wearing a lanyard. She's going, I don't care. She's a selfish, but she did say, it's you young people that are going to cause us to go in lockdown again. And I was like, I'm that's really flattering. That you call me young. <laughs> yeah. I was like, um, that's really lovely of you actually. You're a really nice person. <laughs> Stop, is oh, that yeah. Yeah. How, how old do you think I am? Stop, I'll stop you there. How old? Oh, you charmer. Um, <laughs> and also she bullied me so much that I got off the tube two stops early and walked home. So she actually oh, probably did my, my health a bit, a bit of good. Um, but yeah, that was quite unpleasant. So she's probably my recent grievance which is quite depressing. It's not very funny, is it? When oh, someone's just screaming yeah, at me, I hope someone, your family dies. Sometimes you can just share. We can all appreciate an asshole. I was like, how like, horrific would it have been if I had have lost my family? I was yeah. just like, I just yeah. kept saying, well, you don't really yeah. know anything about me, do yeah. you? You don't really know. And she was going, you scum, bitch. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh. okay. Why can't she just turn like everyone else? Come on. Yeah, yeah just turn passive aggressive. Not the British oh, way. Like, Come on, love. I know, I know. <laughs> all in line. She was very excited to be very angry. I mean, she probably just hadn't been out for ages and just wanted a bit of interaction. Best way to get it, isn't it? Some people yeah, do you, just yeah. want to be righteously angry at something. I think that's why all the Colin the Caterpillar stuff kicked off and people were like, yeah, we can be furious about this because it's a victimless crime. It's literally about Kate. Oh, that really made me laugh, the Colin the <laughs> Caterpillar thing, because then people were going to me, but I mean, there's, there's not just an Audi version. There's also a Tesco's version. And I was like, I have about so wiggles? little information. <laughs> I was like, I've got no information about this topic. Like, I'm not thinking about it. They're like, well, I'm outraged to my core. And I was yeah. like, like literally as much outrage as the Matt Hancock affair. People are like, I can't believe it. I'm like, what yeah. a world. What a time yeah. to be alive. They were selling out everywhere because people wanted to back either M&S or Aldi. So they were just, everybody won apart from us because we wasted all that energy and time on something, on a, a caterpillar cake's face. I do remember yeah. getting a caterpillar cake in Edinburgh. I was it was my birthday whilst performing in Edinburgh and I just went and did like a little compilation show. And when I came out of the show, it was it was outside. And when I came out, um my friends had bought me a Colin the Caterpillar cake. So as I came out of the gig, they were saying happy birthday and they had this Colin the Caterpillar cake, which was really sweet. But what was really funny is that there was all these like pub tables where families were sat around drinking and all these children, as soon as they saw a cake, they literally just formed a neat line. <laughs> they literally just formed this neat line. They all were just like, yeah. okay. <laughs> And these parents are drinking and they're like, oh, sorry. And I was like, no, it's fine. So me and Isabella Farrah, just Isabella Farrah, were just like literally handing out, just slicing out cake, going, that's for you. And that's for you. And that's oh for you. I love the fact. Right. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't reward that behavior, that internal <laughs> behavior in children. I'd be like, no, 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 it's not, it's not for you. Go away. Um, <laughs> my, my, my birthday's always during Edinburgh as well. When's your birthday, Esther? 25th. Oh, no, you're oh. late. I'm 18th. I'm the 18th of August. Um, you just not, missed out on being a Leo, Esther. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm a Leo. Um, yeah. I don't think so you I'm, can I tell. Can you really? Do you know yeah. what? Loads of people say that, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm a, what is Leos? Aren't they just like fucking big mouths? Show up big pricks. Cunts? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair play. Fair play. Yeah. Nail, nail on the head. <laughs> I, I am. I am as well. It's fine. <laughs> it is kind of like, wow. So many people seem to have their birthday during the Edinburgh Festival. Is there a connection in this industry? Nah, can't be. <laughs> what I wanted to say about the Colin Caterpillars. It is a constant fun game explaining 
British politics to Belgian people like when it was still possible to get on the tube genuinely people would hear me speaking English and come up and be like what is Brexit about and I'd be like I'm sorry but when the (laughs) caterpillar thing kicked off I was like no you win there's no way of translating this cake social explosion I'm sorry I think that, that that totally passed me by it, the caterpillar thing. Like I just did not engage with it at all. Like I don't even know what like I know obviously what a Colin Caterpillar cake is, but I, I yeah, I just completely missed out on that one. But um It was around the like... same time as Jackie Weaver. There was a lot going on that meant yeah, absolutely yeah. nothing to any of us, but we all see the Jack the Jackie Weaver one, I think actually because just from a kind of uh, um uh, anthropological kind of vantage point the Jackie Weaver thing was actually really 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 interesting because it's like about human dynamics and uh, yeah. uh, and stuff like that and so I actually loved that uh, but then it became too like everyone's buying a Jackie Weaver t-shirt or whatever my, yeah. one of my petty again. grievances and I said it at the time that she'd be on panel shows before me and, <laughs> yeah. and she is she oh well, yeah the, of course she was yeah. at the Brit Awards she was on the last leg I was like what yeah. have I got to do? Like the only way I'll was... get on Netflix is if I murder someone or am murdered. Like they are my <laughs> roots to Netflix. Like how is this fair? <laughs> I don't want to be murdered in an interesting way. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't even be around to see it and enjoy it if I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> A hollow victory of post-death Netflix, isn't it? <laughs> I think about the wrong things. A lot. <laughs> I spend a lot of time thinking about stuff that is wrong to focus on. Nah, right. It's all good. It's all good stuff. Um, what was I going to say? No, I didn't have anything else. Go on. Crack on. Uh, crack well, on, everyone. <laughs> crack on, everyone. I didn't have anything else to we've say. We've somehow really. reached the end of the game. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. I know. Well, you'll have to come back. We got through three categories, which isn't the worst we've ever done, <laughs> unbelievably. But... <laughs> So let's go around and talk about what everybody's doing with their lives in the next couple of weeks. So this will probably go out on Thursday. So it can be fresh as you like. So Pope, what are you doing with your life? Uh, uh, I'm not really supposed to mention it now, but it's it's to pre-order anyway. Uh, My book by uh, Penguin, I'll Die After Bingo, is uh, uh, available to pre-order. So I'll Die After Bingo. Love that title. yeah, it's kind of a genuine quote from someone I used to care for. I wrote it, wrote it down in, um, in like an old journal. Uh, so yeah, that's like a funny memoir on elderly care, on drug abuse, on comedy. Um, and that's about it. Was, don't come out till next March on my mum's exact birthday, which was a treat for her. Um, and yeah, that's available to pre-order now. I would recommend independent bookshops, please, um, you know, keep them afloat because i love independent bookshops um but also available on like the monoliths and anywhere you get your books it's available to pre-order so yeah it's it's good it's it's it's, i'm really proud of it so cheers thank you you. that sounded really not sincere but it was i I, I believed it i believed it (laughs) (laughs) smiling for the listeners was actually poisonous (laughs) (laughs) poisonous or is Esther's really sincere but you don't know um what are you doing Esther what's what's your life like oh I'm just gigging I'm gigging where am I gigging gigging everywhere I'm just looking oh god I'll be yeah London uh I'm gonna be at Cambridge Festival on the 11th that'll be fun 
Oh, uh, and I'm doing I'm timber there on the 10th. Weekend. Yeah, I'm on the 11th. Doing comedy arcades. So, I got promoted oh, to a big girl stage. Yeah. Oh. Someone dropped out. Yeah. Yeah. Even better. <laughs> Hopefully for like fun reasons, not bad reasons, because I shouldn't celebrate that if so. Uh, but yeah. We'll never know. I'm there. Yay. I'm there. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Just uh don't know what else to say. But um yeah, I mean, you know, it'll all be up on Insta and stuff. Amazing. So follow you on the socials. Estimanito. Yeah. 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 And Sean, what about you? What are you doing? I am also on the socials where, I mean, I'm mostly just kind of moving all of my molecules from today into tomorrow in a sort of shambolic (laughs) way. Um, I'm back in the UK in September, fingers crossed, and I have a show at the Museum of Comedy in November called We Live in a Human Dream. It's going to be weird. Um, I will not have had enough time to do gigs before doing it. <laughs> and I don't know why I'm saying that while supposedly plugging the show. Yeah. But come and see it if you'd like to see something. And yeah. you've already decided in June that you're not going to be ready for September. <laughs> that is taking a real approach to. I know. Oh, what a conference yeah. thing. I'm doing a solo show on the 21st at the Museum of Comedy or the 8th of August at Hen and Chickens. So, uh, like Sean, Sean, sorry, oh, so not with it. Um, oh, don't yeah. worry. It's also no one says my name right, including me. So, Sean. I'm not offended. <laughs> no, I'm terrible. I'm terrible. I always say the wrong name to the wrong person, but with such confidence as well. <laughs> they off. doubt themselves. Like, David, like, hi. Have, yeah. Am I? And then, and, then, and then when they correct you, yeah. you go, no, that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is how I said it is your name. <laughs> Incorrect. Yeah. Incorrect, <laughs> actually. Um, <laughs> Cool. Well, that was everybody's what everyone's doing. Um, and I just say, all look, I just say quickly, all and I truly, truly mean this. All, all three of you are fucking great comedians. So just, I, I vouch, I vouch for all of them. They've all made me laugh, and uh, they, they're all it'll just incredible comedy voices, comic voices. Sorry, um, with you know, with a very distinctive voice and personality and stuff. So yeah, they're all great. So Aww. give them, give them, buy their tickets. Ah, buy Pope's book because you feel like you have to say something nice back then, don't you? And I see what you did there. No, no. Again, you'll praise fishing rod out. Um, Sean, you are despite Pope's late play with flattery, you are the winner. Yes! Um, <laughs> yes! Oh, actually, actually, I take back everything I said. <laughs> Fuck them all. I did write hot tonk down in my yeah. notes, Pipe. So you did have the you did have that victory. That's not a phrase I've ever heard, but it's one I'm I, going I mean, to adopt I, wholeheartedly. <laughs> me, I mean, for me, my friend Louis, just quickly, my friend Louis, who I've been friends the with. The points since, are closed. You cannot <laughs> win. No, no, no. But he's a friend, <laughs> my friend Louis, who I've been mates with since I was born. Um, he once uh, burst a big bag of dog shit on my eye and I fell to the floor and like scrubbed my eye on the grass while crying. Um, and he <laughs> and he and we call that Hot Tonk Day and we celebrate it every year. And it's now become a wonderful occasion. We celebrate every year Hot Tonk what, Day. What day? Or do you just... 12th of, 12, no, 12th of April. 12th, 12th of April, April is Hot Tonk is Day. Hot, hot Tonk Day, so yeah. <laughs> okay, um, that's probably going to be the title of the show. Um, <laughs> 12th of April is Hot Tonk Day. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. That's a ritual. There you go. You got one. <laughs> 
<laughs> thank you so much i know i can't believe you didn't bring that up in the category that this was made for but know, um, you know, know you got in there under the wire it might have been you looking at the discrepancy in points you still wouldn't have won it but uh, <laughs> <laughs> sean did dial in all the way from another country as well so yeah fair point. you get extra I'm points so fresh fa- you're all looking really fresh-faced i'm really annoyed about that <laughs> you look That's lovely and your no, eyebrows are on fleek as ever Mm. I'm not I'm too old to say that I tried but I just I, I lost my confidence eyebrows are on the end. my yeah. god <laughs> lost only, confidence only, at the end my <laughs> eyebrows get more attention than anything else about me it's just like you know you're just like I don't know when they've got their own your... solo career yeah like when people come Instagram. up to you after a gig and you're expecting them they go can I just say and you're like oh my god they're gonna say you were so funny you're so amazing they're like your eyebrows are amazing <laughs> and I'm like I can't oh. believe you're I can't believe you're jealous of your own eyebrows. Yeah, I am. I've got major eyebrow issues. Like, I literally stare at them in the morning. I'm like, why are you so fucking gorgeous? Just let me have a moment. Just give me some airtime. Stop stealing my thunder. They are. They are. They've taken, they've zapped all my energy. You know, when mothers are just like, my kids have zapped all my energy. My kids haven't. My eyebrows have. They've taken everything from me. They're literally overshadowing you. All the nutrients that you can go straight straight in. All the nutrients, the coconut oil, the brushing, the grooming, the trimming. (laughs) It's a whole lot of effort. One eyebrow's got an internship at like Netflix. Like it's just. (laughs) I know. I know. I'm going to get a phone call from eight out of 10 cats going, can we have your eyebrows in? I'll be like, (laughs) (laughs) fuck you. (laughs) Put on a piece of paper, send them in. (laughs) Well, yeah, what a surreal way to end the show. Thank you so much for coming and being part of it. This is really fun. And thank you to the listeners for listening. We will see you next week or possibly the week after because I haven't decided if I'm going to move to a fortnightly um, show because everyone's bloody busy, aren't they? And I love it. I can't discourage you from doing shows instead of this nonsense, but we'll be back anyway. We'll be back a Thursday. So thanks everybody for playing and well done, Sean, for the win. Thanks, Thanks for listening to the Comedy Arcade. There'll be a new episode next Thursday with new balls and new guests. If you liked it, like us any way you can and subscribe and tell all your friends. Also, tell us. We're in all the usual places on all the social media. And if you didn't like it, I've been Sean Walsh and this is What's Upset You Know. The USP is It's Only 15 Minutes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.